Okay. Happy Thursday, I believe it is. Yeah, that's Thursday, June 18th. Guru and Wiz uh, back on our voyage through the NFL. We said we were going to bring to you uh, each and every team summary, and uh, we are on our way. We started last week with uh, Atlanta and Arizona. And uh, we're going to continue today with the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. Excited to talk about both of those teams. Wiz, how are you today? Doing pretty good. Uh, no complaints. Uh, you know, we just uh, keep uh, keep marching on. The weather is uh, been pretty spectacular. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're going to see a little bit more sports. Uh, you know, it looks like tennis is going to have their uh, open uh, and you know, baseball, if you can get this thing figured out, and basketball, hopefully, and then uh, on to football. It's, uh, you know, going to be it's going to be challenging, but uh, looking forward to it, and you certainly have to prepare as, you know, if the season is going to go on, because if it doesn't uh, take place and you're not prepared, then uh, you're going to be in for a long, long fantasy football season. So it's always good to be prepared. And uh, that's what we're here for. We're, we're, we're here for part of that preparation. And um, we'll start today with the, with the Baltimore Ravens. And, uh, you know, the Ravens, uh, there's a lot to like here. Uh, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting team. Lamar Jackson, a player that I really didn't believe in last year, really took that next step up. And you'll, you'll, you'll talk a little bit about that because I think you had a little bit different opinion coming in uh, to last season. And, 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 form an opinion on what you think could happen this season. Some of it's shaped by what happened in, uh, in this year's draft. And, you know, the Ravens were the most prolific rushing team in the NFL last year. Uh, they led the league in rushes, uh, you know, rushing yards per attempt. Um, certainly an explosive offense. Uh, unfortunately, they, they fizzled out in their, in their playoff game. Uh, but we expect this team to really have a strong season again this year. It's led by Lamar Jackson, dynamic rushing game, Hopefully an improved passing game. They've added some pieces uh, in the draft this year. Uh, they are one of these teams that basically carries a top five tight end. Um, and also really excited to talk about the Ravens. I think, uh, I think this is a special team from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, there's a lot to like here. I mean, there are a lot of players who will certainly be drafted on fantasy football teams from the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, an argument can be said that all four running backs are – that will be playing um, can be drafted, but I guess we'll st- we'll start at the top with Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I felt that Lamar Jackson was going to have a good year. Uh, I didn't expect him to be the MVP of the league, but I did expect him to have a good year because um, you know he they were going to run his offense last year, unlike when he took over in the in the middle of 2018. Uh, kind of just you know took over what Joe Flacco was doing, and they ran that offense. But last year, I expected um, him to really show what he's capable of. The thing is, you know, I'm just concerned looking at where Lamar Jackson is, uh, you know, being ranked. Is uh, he now maybe a little bit overvalued? Um, I'm not quite sure that I would still have him as the number one ranked quarterback over Pat Mahomes uh, and where he's going in some of these snake drafts. I don't necessarily agree with either. So the simple fact is I, I, I don't think he's going to be running the ball as much. I really don't. He's a, a slight player. He's not a big guy like, a, you know, a Ben Roethlisberger or, a, you know, one of these, you know, really big, strong quarterbacks. He, he doesn't want to take – 
many of those tough hits that you see running quarterbacks take. So I, I, I don't necessarily agree with how high he's being valued this year. But uh, I like a lot of a lot. There's a lot to like about Lamar Jackson. Even if he just you know does 75 percent of what he did on the ground last year, that's still tremendous. Um, and he certainly needs to improve on some of his throws uh, as well. I think you know some of those passes in the seam, down the seam to Andrews and whoever's going to be playing the slot. He that's his strong suit in terms of where his throws like to go. But some of his outside passes, and you saw some teams really trying to uh, take that, you know, make make him make those throws, uh, and he wasn't great at it. So hopefully he's going to be able to improve on that. And uh, what, what's your view on Jackson this year? I mean, do you think he is also being a little overvalued? Yeah, so I, I'm still, you know, when I look at the quarterback position, I still think you got to start with Patrick Mahomes. I just feel the passing aspect of his game is, is, is too significant to ignore. Uh, and as you said, uh, Lamar Jackson gave you a lot on the rushing game, and, and there's a chance that they don't do that because their running back core is, is very interesting in that all four of those guys that are there, and we're going to include you know, the rookie J.K. Dobbins in there, all have unique skill sets that they have to offer, which can help alleviate the hits that Lamar Jackson does take. And, and luckily, Lamar Jackson, you know, just he pops up almost all the time, shakes it off, um, you know, obviously we don't want to see him uh, taking too many falls off of jet skis either. But yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, I'd rather have a guy like Mahomes, for example, just uh, you know, a more traditional type of quarterback uh, in in the open passing game in the NFL. So if you take if you take Lamar Jackson back down somewhere around you know eight or nine hundred yards rushing and assume that his passing game remains in the same wheelhouse, you know, that that's going to be a difference uh, for him. You know, I will say, you know, what Lamar Jackson did do really well last year, you know, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's really, really impressive. So I think Lamar Jackson's still going to be top three in the, three at the position for sure. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. I just think that you know maybe if 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 I if I suspect what happened, you know what's going to happen does happen. I, I think he'll you know be closer to the pack to some of those other quarterbacks that are in that top five range as well. But you briefly mentioned the running backs, and they have four of them, uh, different kind of skill sets. But uh, you know, J.K. Dobbins is. Um, you know, someone who a lot of people think can, can can be right in that mix to be, you know, if not the lead back, kind of like a 1A guy with Ingram um, and Justice Hill is a different uh, type of skill set, uh, more of an outside runner, certainly much faster than the other running backs on the roster. And Gus Edwards is a really, you know, a bruising type of back. But you know, Dobbins is, is somebody that um, – you know that that has to be considered as one of these young rookies that are going to come in there and, and and make an impact and be certainly a part of the Ravens' offense and plan. And uh, you know all of those running backs are very very solid. Um, and you know that's really what they want to do. Um, so which of those running backs are you looking at? Do you still see Ingram as kind of like hanging on to that lead role, and uh, or do you think you know he could be unseated, or do you think they're really going to mix it? everybody and kind of they're going to kind of cancel all each other's value out a little bit yeah i would lean to your to your latter case scenario and i think um 
you know, in, in the playoff game and actually in the last couple of games, uh, you know, Ingram was banged up a little bit towards the end of the season, but, but Justice Hill was definitely getting his shot to, to, to handle the ball a little bit. Uh, I know, I know you and I both like that player going into the draft and uh, my, my, my partner, Mike, uh, chided me all season long for for that pickup but but he definitely brings a, a different skill set you know kind of like a, what a Boston Scott would do in Philadelphia per se um, I think I think as you mentioned Ingram may take a small step back uh, maybe not have the same amount of touchdowns share a little bit more of the load with both Edwards and um, and Dobbins and when I say Edwards because He's gonna. He's still that bruising back. He he may be running out the clock a lot of times. So this is an interesting backfield that I think waters it's waters down each each player's ability unless there's an injury to really have a prolific uh, impact from a fantasy perspective. But look, this is a team. Yeah, I think Mark Ingram is just one of these guys that every year you just think, oh, okay, you know. He's going to have no value. He's playing with Kamara. He's going to go to Baltimore. He's not going to fit in. Now they drafted a rookie. You know, they drafted Hill. Then this year they drafted Dobbins. But he's just one of these guys that just always maintains pretty strong fantasy value. And he's one of these players that really gets overlooked and um and and just and just does a lot of things well. And uh, it's not a coincidence that he you know ends up on these teams that. Uh, winning teams that play really well because he himself does a lot of things well. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to try and sort through with the Ravens running back, which guys and what value. But the, I can see a situation uh, like you mentioned where they all contribute and it works for the team, but for the fantasy football owner, um, maybe not so much. But somebody who has a real clear path, uh, clear path is is Mark Andrews, uh, and Hayden Hurst has you know moved on to the Falcons, and uh, he became that guy that, that Lamar Jackson loved throwing that seam pass down to, uh, down the field, the middle of the field, every play action pass seemed that he was wide open. Uh, I mean, you you think that Andrews is going to build upon that and 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 clearly maintain a top three to five. Five uh, in in terms of rankings in a uh, tight end. Yeah, this year. no, no question, uh, no question about it. In my opinion, he he actually, you know, the interesting thing about Andrews is um, his his yards per catch was really strong, right? I think almost uh, thirteen and a half yards uh, per catch. Uh, he had ten touchdowns, and like you said, you, you see him running down the field. He's a monster of a guy, you know, running around at six four, six five. Uh, you know, just super impressive what what he did last year. And then, and this is a team that wants to play. Uh, you know, they split their time. I think about forty five percent of the time they were in eleven personnel with three wideouts, and the rest of the time. They usually had two tight ends on the field, so and he's going to be on the field whenever there's one tight end in the field. So, I, you know, for me, Andrews is a top ten guy. I think he, you know, he's even a guy who could go over a thousand yards this year. Yeah, and and, and I agree with that. And wide receivers, you know, they they have some interesting players. There's been a lot of talk that Hollywood Brown, um, Marquise Brown, wasn't at you know 100 percent last year. He still never recovered fully from that foot injury and he's uh, all systems go. He's going to build upon that. They drafted a very, very young, exciting rookie in Devin Duvernay. 
um, who can do a lot of things as well. Um, so um, what do you think about the, the wide receivers for the Ravens? Are they an afterthought considering, one, they want to run the ball, two, Jackson runs it himself, three, he really loves to throw the ball to Andrews? So when you think about the receivers on the Ravens, are they a complete afterthought, or do you think some of these players at that position could kind of step up this year? I think from a fantasy perspective, I think they're going to they're gonna hold some nice values. So I think they'll be undervalued. And as you mentioned, Brown hardly practiced last year, which that came out after the season. We, we knew he was banged up. He's a slider guy. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens because Miles Boykin kind of started the season off really strongly um, and kind of petered out very, very quickly. Um, as you mentioned, DuVernay uh, from Texas. And I know you like Prochet from, uh, from SMU. So, uh, and, and we can't f- forget our boy Willie Sneed, who, who actually makes some big catches uh, along the way. So it'll be, and not that he's on the fantasy radar, but I still think that this group will surprise someone. Someone will rise up here. And you never know, it could be a guy like Boykin who actually takes that next level up. You know, he was a rookie last year. So, as was Brown. So, I think they'll be all undervalued from a fantasy perspective. Um, so, if you're in a snake draft or in an auction league, I think they present very good value. Yeah, like I said, I, I think, you know, the, the pass that, that, that Lamar Jackson feels most comfortable with are those passes in the middle of the field, crossing patterns and passes in the seam down the middle of the field. And I I would watch to see, you know, what they do with Marquise Brown or DuVernay. Both of those players could play that position. <clears throat> Are they going to, you know, I, I put one in the slot the majority of the time, or is it going to be kind of a split between those two players? But that's something I would, I would look for. And uh, yeah, I think either one or both of those players will have big games uh, from time to time, just don't know about the consistency, uh, but certainly there there's a lot of upside with uh, with with uh, with both of those uh, young players uh, at the wide receiver spot, and uh, and then finally you have um, the defense and kicker, which uh, an argument can be made that Tucker and the Ravens defense could be drafted number one in each of those positions, certainly um, top three for sure for the Ravens and, and, and Tucker. Uh, the one thing about Tucker is he didn't attempt many 50 yarders because Lamar Jackson seemed to talk Harbo into going for fourth and ones and fourth and twos and fourth and threes all the time. So uh, is there anything you wanted to add about Tucker and the Ravens defense? Uh, so you brought that point up um, when we did the episode on kickers uh, earlier in the year. And uh, I was stunned that he only had one kick over 50 and we know uh, he's, got the best leg in football without a doubt, but it is really interesting to note how often uh, this team did decide to go for first downs, as you mentioned. So I don't, I don't think that would shy me away at all from, from picking this guy. It's a, it's a great offense. So he's definitely, you know, top, top three, if not the top kicker to be drafted. Uh, There are probably better offensive situations because of this, because of what you're describing, but you know, Tucker's talent is undeniable. And I think the defense, they made a lot of additions on this defense um, in, in the off season. And I think this defense benefits greatly from its offense because of the, the ball control that the Ravens have. Absolutely. I mean, 
their their defense in terms of talent is is okay to good, I would say, somewhere in that range. But when you're playing with a lead all the time and you're barely on the field because your offense is having chunks of possession every single time they have the ball, it really lets them, you know, rush the passer, play with a lead, uh, build up sacks, which is always, um, you know, and turnovers, which is always good for your fantasy football defense. So I agree the way their offense runs enhances the output of the Ravens defense special teams. Absolutely. And I think just in general, look, we're talking, the the Ravens are, they they led the NFL in explosive plays, both, uh, most of it came on the rushing side, but, and that's plays over 20 yards, Uh, but they did have a bunch on the passing side. This is a great team from a fantasy perspective, I think from special teams, kicker, and a bunch of skill set players, certainly a lot of guys here are going to benefit you uh, in the regular season. Absolutely. I absolutely agree, 100%. All right, Wiz. So uh, we're going to move on to the Bills uh, in the next episode, but thanks very much for uh, this insightful uh, uh, description of the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, I'll wish you a good time till the till the next one, all right? Thanks very much. Yep. You, you good got stuff. It.